بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليموا لسيد الرشريف اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد. I've got something for you guys actually. What was it from? I know you're fasting, but keep this in mind. We're going to speak about this very soon, inshallah. So, let me put this away. Some of you are getting thirsty. So, throughout the month of Ramadan, prior to Ramadan, here in this masjid and other places as well. You've been hearing discourses, lectures, speeches, and you hear it every year. And one of the key things that are mentioned is the importance of Quran. Because we know Shahrul Ramadan is Shahrul Quran. The month of Ramadan is month of Quran. They go hand in hand. And the message that we deliver from here and other scholars throughout the world as well is that Ramadan is a month of Quran and it's not just about Quran reading. Yeah, you've heard that before. A couple of weeks ago, we spoke about the importance how Quran is asking you many questions. If you've never read Quran in your own language, you'll never be able to relate to it because most of us, 99.9% .9 of us don't understand the Arabic language. As much as we say, learn Arabic, learn Arabic, learn Arabic, it's a good thing to do and it's absolutely amazing and we should all do it. But we know that that's not going to happen overnight. Right? Most of us, we've been saying this and hearing this for many, many years. That's a long-term solution. It's a good solution. We try. But what about in the short term now? How many years are going to go by without us having any kind of link with the Quran? So thus we say, read a translation of the Quran. But then it doesn't stop there because Quran is not just about the translation. Quran is a book of reflection. It's a book of pondering. There are many examples in the Quran. There are many stories in the Quran, many lessons in the Quran. Already, whilst I'm saying this, I can see some of you are already overwhelmed. Yes? Yeah? Ramadan is already so busy. A lot of us have been working throughout Ramadan, right? We've been working throughout Ramadan. It was school up until last week for the children. So you're doing your school rounds as well. Sisters, mashallah, they're busy anyway. Holiday or no holiday, the sisters have no holiday. In Ramadan, it becomes even busier for them, right? So they've got their taraweeh to do, they've got their suhoor preparation, iftar preparation, and then everything else for the kids and for us and for everybody else and preparing for Eid as well. And at the same time, we're bombarding them with read the Quran, read the Quran, read the Quran, read the translation of the Quran, read the tafsir of the Quran, read an explanation of the Quran, do pondering and tadabbur on the Quran. This can get quite overwhelming. And what I want to do today is I want to give you, I want to facilitate this for you. We don't have much time, so it's impossible for us to go through loads and loads. But the purpose isn't that. I want to give you a little bit of a flavor of how it feels to experience one part of the Quran so that you can then go back. And then whenever you have time, whether you sit in the circles of the scholars or you try and get some authentic books or you listen to some lectures, Alhamdulillah, we have everything available. We start this journey with the Quran and we never give it up. Because up until now, Alhamdulillah, I know a lot of us are just struggling just about to read the Quran, let alone reading the meaning and the translation and the tafsir. Am I on the right track or have I got it wrong? 
Yeah, that is, that is the way I think that's the way most of us are going. I am one of you. I live amongst you as well. And that's how I see myself and everybody else. As much as we want to do these things, the reality is uh, we live a busy life and we've got lots of things going on. So what I want to explain to you is in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about different ideas, different kind of ideologies, different kind of ideas and to fully grasp these ideas so that we really understand them, we can relate to them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't leave it just to us to understand it and that's it. He has presented many examples, parables. We call them in the Quran, Amthal. Things that you and I can relate with on a day-to-day -day basis that we can see, we've experienced in our lives and we think, oh, this is what it means. And every time we see that item, it reminds us and it makes it easier for us. And it wasn't just that the Prophet ﷺ did exactly the same thing. And thus I show you this. Why do I show you this? This is strongly linked to what we're speaking about. The Prophet ﷺ, he spoke about this as well. He says, مَثَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِ الَّذِي يَقْرَأُ الْقُرْآنِ The example. Now the Prophet ﷺ is giving a likeness. That you hear these hadith sometimes, you might hear a verse of the Quran sometimes, but you can't, you don't relate to it 100%. It doesn't sink in, you hear it in one ear and it goes out of the other. So what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa do often is give us a likeness to something in our lives that we see on a regular basis. Don't we see this on a regular basis? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa says, مَثَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِ الَّذِي يَقْرَأُ الْقُرْآنِ this example and the likeness of a Muslim, of a mu'min, a believer who has Iman in their heart and they read the Quran. So you're a believer number one and you read Quran in the month of Ramadan, mashallah, all of you. He says they like the citrus fruit. He says that the, 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 the smell is beautiful. It's got a nice smell, hasn't it? Right? It smells nice and the taste is also very sweet as well. The taste is very sweet as well. So this is the example. And now I'm sure whenever you see an orange now, or any kind of citrus fruit that is sweet, you're going to think of this hadith now. And that is what the Prophet ﷺ wanted you to do. He didn't stop there. Then he said, the believer, the Muslim, the mu'min, who doesn't read Quran, it's like the date. Don't we eat dates every day? Now today at the time of iftar, when you see the date, you're going to think of it differently. That's going to remind you. It's going to remind you of you. The greatest realization you can have is about yourself and who you are. The date's going to tell you. What did he say? Does he have any smell? Mm -mm. It doesn't give off any smell. But what about the taste? Is it sweet? Very sweet. And that's your Iman. You're not a bad person. The Prophet is saying, inside you, you have Iman. You're a good person. You have Iman. But you need to bring it out. And the way you bring that out is by the recitation of the Quran. You read Quran, the beauty that's inside will come out as well. And you'll become just as beautiful, just like this. That the inside is beautiful, the external is beautiful as well. People around you will benefit as well. The Quran is so powerful. It's so influential. And then he went on to say, the munafiq, the hypocrite who reads the Quran. We're not talking about anybody here, by the way. The, the hadith is saying munafiq. Munafiq is a person at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, outside they would act as if they were Muslims. Inside they had no Iman. We're not talking about people that are weak. We're all weak, aren't we? 
We're all weak. We're all trying hard. We're all struggling. We all make mistakes. We're not talking here about a Muslim who's struggling because that's all of us. This is about a Munafiq. A Munafiq who reads Quran. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Mithlur Rayhana. The example is the likeness of a Munafiq reading Quran is that of a flower. Do flowers smell beautiful? Do flowers smell beautiful? You guys look confused. Do flowers smell beautiful? Yes, they do. Have you ever tasted one? Would you want to taste one? You wouldn't want to taste one. The, the, the fragrance and the smell is beautiful because it's Quran. It's not the Munafiq. That's the Quran. He's reading Quran. So it smells really nice. But if you were to take a bite into a flower, it's horrible. It's nasty. It's bitter because there's no Iman there. And then the Prophet wasallam said the example of a Munafiq that doesn't read the Quran. And he gives the example of Al-Hanzala. And we don't have Hanzala around here. It's mainly grown in the deserts in the Middle East, in, 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 in Asia as well, in some of the countries. It's called a colocynth. And a colocynth is a fruit. It grows up to the size of a lemon, small lemon. And it doesn't have any fragrance. And it's extremely bitter. And I was reading up about it and it said sometimes it's very toxic as well. Sometimes having the juices of it or the skin of it or even the leaves can prove very toxic and lethal to someone's health as well. This is the Prophet wasallam giving us the likeness to everyday items so that we can see these things and take a lesson. So the, why do I mention this? I'm mentioning this because Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he relates a narration. He says, Nazal al-Quran ala khamsati awjihin. The Quran has been revealed and there are five types of verses that you find in the Quran, five different categories. You can categorize the Quran in many different ways. This is one categorization where five different categories. Number one, he says halal. The verse is speaking about halal. Number two, haram. Number three, muhkam. Those firm fixed verses where there's no dispute whatsoever. Number four, mutashabih. Those verses that are a little bit obscure that you need more understanding or you might not even understand them fully and grasp them in this dunya. And he says number five, Amthal. Amthal are parables or examples just like the one we gave now. The Quran has many, many parables. Allah wants to drive points home. So he gives us examples of everyday items so that when we see them, it reminds them and the message just goes deeply in. I'm going to share one with you. And it's from Surah Ibrahim, verse number 24 to 26. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Alam tara kayfa daraballahu mathalan, kalimatan tayyibatan, kashajaratin tayyibatin, asluha thabit, wa faruha fissama, tukti ukulaha kulla hinin, bi idni rabbiha, wa yadribullahu al-amthala linnas, la'allahum yatadakarun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Don't you see how Allah gives you examples? Don't you see how Allah just drops these examples on you left, right, and center in the Quran? Allah is asking me and you. Don't you see how Allah gives you these examples? What is he saying? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kalimatun tayyibatun. A good word. A good word. First we're going to look at it generally. And then if time allows, we'll go into the detail of it. Kalimatun tayyiba. A good word. He gives the likeness. What, is it? what does it mean to have a good word? A good word. Good words. Kashajaratin tayyiba. Good words are like good trees. Have you seen trees in your life? We've seen trees, right? From today onwards, your relationship with trees is going to change. There's going to be a huge transformation. When you look at a tree from today onwards, you're going to look at it with a different light. You're going to look at it with the lens of the Quran. 
Because this is how Allah wants you to look at the tree and understand this message every single time you look at the tree. And that's why we've been given these parables in the Quran. Good words are like good trees. What are good trees like? Asluha thabit wa far'uha sama. Good words are like good trees. You know good trees? Good trees have their roots deeply rooted. Good trees are very deeply rooted. You know the impact of good words? The impact of good words on another person, they, they have a deep impact. They go right to the heart. They touch a person. They affect a person positively. And the Quran goes on to say, Good trees, not only are they very firmly rooted and the impact is very deep, the branches go up into the heavens. And this is how good words, you say a good word to somebody, you can help them reach their highest potential, just like the branches of the tree. If you were to speak to people in a nice way, in a kind way, use your tongue to praise somebody, not to belittle them, not to ignore them, not to undermine them, you will notice how this will help them grow just like the tree grows. How often have you been told? How often have you been told by somebody, you're good for nothing? You're just lazy. You're a waste man. How often have you been told these kind of words? We've been hearing it growing up. You're just a nobody. You're going to do nothing in life. You're going to go nowhere. You're, you're just a waste of space. You don't deserve this. How often do you hear this? You know, when children hear these kind of words from their parents, they don't hate their parents. They start hating themselves. When children hear words like this, which are very demeaning, demoralizing from the people that are supposed to love them the most, telling them that they're idiots, they don't know anything. They're backwards. They're just silly. They've got no sense whatsoever. They learn to hate themselves from a young age. And the Quran is saying that on the flip side, you know, I've heard many stories of people who become hafiz of the Quran. And they've told me that when we were young, our class teacher used to tell me that you're never going to become a hafiz. You're never going to do it. You're never going to do it. You know where anybody else but you, you can't do it. You can't do it. And he says, I began to believe that I can't do it until we had a change. And we had a new teacher. And this teacher has a different approach altogether. He was told my past record and how I did. But he always said to me, do you know what? One day you will become hafiz of the Quran. You can do it. You've got the potential to do it. I will assist you. I will make dua for you. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. We won't tie you down to anything. You will become hafiz one day, inshallah. And he says, those words had a massive impact on me. Words have consequences. Good words are like good trees. Good trees are deeply rooted, have a deep impact on you. And just like the branches go high up into the heavens, it can really raise someone's potential. It can raise somebody's life. It can change somebody. Societies are built on good words. Societies are broken on bad words. So something for us to keep in mind. And the Prophet ﷺ, we find that on one occasion, he had a friend living in the village. In the, on the outskirts of Medina, there was a man called Zahir. According to the society, he wasn't good looking. People didn't consider him to be a person of worth, of value, of good looks, very attractive. And he would visit the Prophet he'd sell vegetables in the streets of Medina. He was selling vegetables in the streets of Medina. The Prophet saw him. 
So they had a very good connection between themselves. The Prophet comes behind him, he bear hugs him, and he covers his face. And this person, Zahir, is thinking, who is this? So he's trying to get out, he's trying to move away. And when he looks back and he sees it's the Prophet, he pushes himself further and he says, Hug me even more. And then the Prophet plays along with him and makes an announcement. Who wants to buy this person of me? He's in the marketplace selling away. Who wants to buy this person? Who wants to buy this slave from me? Now remember, when you're programmed, when people around you are always telling you, you are worthless, you are nothing. This is what you end up becoming. His growth was stunted. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, tajiduni kasidan Ya Rasulullah. Oh Prophet of Allah, I'm worthless. You're not going to get anything for selling me. What are you going to get? I'm not good looking. I'm worthless. This is what society and people around me have always told me. I'm good for nothing. What are you going to get? The Prophet ﷺ changed his perspective. And what did he say? He said, In the sight of Allah, you are priceless. In the sight of Allah, you are priceless. Forget what people say. That doesn't matter. Use good words. And then he says that Quran carries on. That kind of a tree will carry on giving fruit all year round. You say one good thing to someone in the morning, you can cheer them up the rest of the day. They will have a good day just because you said one good word to somebody. And this is when we look at the tree. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the bad tree. The example of a bad word is like the example of a bad tree. You've got a foul tree, a foul tree. It's like demeaning words, negative words, foul words. And what happens? It's not steady. It's not firm. And when the wind will blow, what's going to happen? When the wind will blow, what will happen to this kind of tree? It's going to blow away. Why? Because it's been raised on negativity. How many people in society today are walking around extremely fragile? Extremely fragile. You can't say anything. You can't do anything. A little wind blows and the insecurities are so much because we've heard so much negativity growing up that we've become so used to it that we've heard it and we're doing the same to our kids. The Quran is saying the example of bad words is like a bad tree, a foul tree. It's not deeply rooted. It's not firm. It can't withstand the weather. And when the wind blows, what happens? It will lose itself. And that's what's happening. So what do we need? Anyhow, I'm concluding now. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba, they understood. Kalimatun tayyiba is la ilaha illallah. And the tree is your iman in your heart. And the branches, they are your good deeds. And we have to continue watering this tree and the roots of this tree with two things, which is ilm and dhikr. The more good knowledge you have, and the more remembrance of Allah you have, your roots of Iman will become stronger. The more stronger they will become, your A'mal will become higher. Heavenly actions. This is, when you see a tree from now on, you're going to take two lessons from every single tree that you see. Number one, the first lesson you will take from the trees that you see around, from this Quranic example and parable, is that good words have good consequences. Good words help individuals, help communities, built.
helps societies grow. And bad words eradicate people. Bad words stunt people's growth. Is that for the first lesson we've understood? Has everybody understood that, inshallah? And the second one is, when you see a tree, you're going to think of yourself. I'm this tree. What is the state of my roots? Meaning your iman. How, is my, how are my roots? What's my trunk like? The trunk, this is your faith. What are my branches like? When you see the tree, are my branches, my good deeds, my actions, are they far-reaching? And I conclude by mentioning by the tongue, the Prophet let's take our fast a level higher now, inshallah. Up until now, we've fasted on the basic level. Let's take it a notch higher now, inshallah. Not just fasting from food and drink. The Prophet said, مَن لَمْ يَدَعْ قَوْلَ وَالْعَمَلَ بِهِ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَةً the Prophet says, whoever doesn't give up uh, lying or just useless talk, vulgar language in their fast, Allah doesn't need us to be hungry and thirsty for his sake. So from now on, inshallah, till the end of Ramadan, we're going to amplify our fast, inshallah. We're going to take it up another level. Not only we're going to abstain from food and drink and fulfilling our desires, but we're going to abstain from negative words, from bad words. And that could be swearing or backbiting or lying. And it could even be being negative, just being very pessimistic. Just say good things. Be a good person and say good things. And the Prophet said, sometimes a person says a good thing. And you didn't even realize you're saying something so good. And because of that, Allah will place you in the depths of Jannah. And the contrary has also been mentioned as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the understanding. Wa akhiru da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.